Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The drug is ice. Crystal meth. It is highly addictive. I'm 28 years of age and I've been using meth for 10 years. I'm 25 years of age and I've been using meth for 5 years. The chilling footage of our ice epidemic. It takes everything before it kills you. You know what, uh, Brisbane, we thought we wanted to tackle this. We're going to do it over the next few days because every time we'd have a, a staff meeting, a team meeting about the show, something about ice yeah. would come up, You'd right? You'd react to a story in the paper, a story There's in the news. Something a 40% of those arrested and taken to Brisbane's big cop shop in Roma Street are affected by ice. 40%. Now, um, Bev is a Brisbane mum. Her son, Mike, um, is someone that was addicted to ice. It is in epidemic proportions. Um, Mike, you've faced ice addiction. Uh, yeah, I have. I've spent um, well over a year in um, ice addiction. I was almost two years. I was in a relationship and um, ice was introduced into the relationship that was sort of going a bit sour. Relationship ended 2014. Had a number of things in January and February that happened. Pretty significant events in my life that I just wasn't able to cope with. By 2015 in March, I entered into a rehab. Was yours a lifestyle that had drug use, recreational, whatever? I'd previously engaged in recreational um, drug usage, yes. However, I'd... um, cleaned up my act and I was you know re-establishing my life I'd been um, a senior IT officer for five years my life was what would you consider somewhat uh, regular and normal what I think a lot of people listening might not understand is just how easy it is to get addicted to ice. The first time we used it, it was a, a bit of an escape, I think. and um, Which most drug use is, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. It's, a lot of drug usage for a lot of people is used um, to suppress some sort of emotional issues that um, you can't deal with. As a result, when you actually get off the drug, well, not many do, it's only about 2% of ice users that actually get off the drug. Oh, that's tragic. It's an alarming statistic. I mean, we look at about 27 youth a day between 15 and 24 that are picking up ice in Australia. As a result, addiction happens very quickly because the potency of ice these days is anywhere from 75% plus. Years ago, it was around about the 12 to 15% and that's why we're seeing the effects on people and the society has increased exponentially. Bev, you're the mum, you're watching your grown son and he's been in a relationship, got a successful job. What were you seeing happening? When did you start to tweet that something might not be right? I could see a lot of things he was doing that wasn't normal, you know, like dysfunctional things, and his attitude and his aggression and mood swings were very frightening. It was always verbal. It was never physical. He never attempted to harm me in any way. Verbal abuse was horrific. At what time, Bev, did you think, okay? I need to intervene because Mike's ruining his life with ice. Well, I didn't realise it was ice, to be quite honest, and I just kept saying, you've got to get help, son. You've got to get help, son. And during this time, unfortunately, uh, my husband was diagnosed with cancer Hmm. and he was given six months without treatment or 14 to 16 months with treatment. And I'm dealing with an ice addict and a husband who was, you know, it it was horrific. And... I honestly, as I said, I didn't realise it was us, and I just kept, please, Mike, get help. But at the same time, he was trying to be with his dad and trying to do what was best. I mean, he'd go to the hospital and sit with him at the night time and read to him and things like this, and it was very emotional. 
it was very hard. I was torn between two, but I wanted to help Mark as much as I could as well. Oh, Bev. Bev had to ring the police on her own son, which I can't imagine. I mean, that would be every parent's utter nightmare. Now, there is one event that brought this tragic scene to a head, and we're going to find out what that is next. The drug is ice, crystal meth. It is highly addictive. I'm 28 years of age, and I've been using meth for 10 years. I'm 25 years of age, and I've been using meth for five years. The chilling footage of our ice epidemic. It takes everything before it kills you. We're very grateful to have our guest, reformed Brisbane ice addict Mike and his mother Bev, who just told us she faced ice addiction for her son at the same time as dealing with her husband's diagnosis and demise through cancer. Mike, there's a great quote where it says that the only time that we will change as human beings is when we get fed up with our own BS. Yeah. Was there a moment for you where you just looked in the mirror and went, nah, I've um, got to get help? To be honest with you, um, my usage went through the roof. I was, you know, smoking and injecting ice at the same time. Wow. Um, so you just wanted to numb yourself? Completely. I wasn't handling it. And I never looked in the mirror and thought, I've got a problem. I sort of justified it in a way because I was just smoking it at the beginning. Yeah. That's not as bad as injecting it, you know. And When, um, when did it move over to injecting? Very quickly. Probably within four to six months. Wow. Um, I was injecting number of times a day and in between that I was smoking but it wasn't until um, my father passed away in September and three weeks after that mm. by this stage I needed ice just to function normally just to get out of bed just to clean my teeth just wow. to because because of the addiction as a result I started polyusing drugs so you started to what polyuse what does that mean that means using multiple drugs needed one to bring you up one to bring you down one to take you there one to yeah but ice is your base, you know, like that's your day-to-day -day functioning. So three weeks after my father passed away, I don't remember three days prior to this happening, but I came home and I was having a, a massive argument with my mum and my brother. I was very distressed and I thought I had nothing worth living for. I'd lost my dad. I wasn't getting on with my family. Um, I was very much in a victim mentality. And next thing you know, I tried unscrewing the gas bottle off the barbecue mm -hmm. because I wanted to blow myself up. My brother intervened there. So I wouldn't be actually standing here today if it wasn't for my brother. And so then I went running out to the back shed because I was going to grab the petrol. Oh. But my mum uh, had a lock on the shed. Thank God. Yeah. And next thing you know, police turned up and took me off to the mental health unit at the hospital. Bev, you're nodding throughout this. You remember that day. Vividly. So clearly as if it was yesterday. It was horrific. I was seeing my son end his life. And... Him and his brother were not getting on at that time, but I know my brother loved him, and that was the last thing he wanted him to do. So we intervened and called the police, and the whole time Mark's in the yard screaming out, call the effing police off, call the effing police off, and blame yourself up, and it was just horrific. And then the police did arrive. They were very good. They, I said I didn't want him arrested or anything. I just wanted to get help for him. He was fired up. That wouldn't have been an easy thing for the police to do. They came along, and they spoke to him, and... They just handcuffed him for his own safety and for our safety, but at no time was he violent to the police or to us. I think by then he'd come to his senses and realised, but they did take him to hospital to try and get help, and they said, don't come home tonight, Mike. So naturally, Mum gave him some money and said, you know, go somewhere else. 11 o'clock that night, the phone rings, and he says, Mum, can you come and pick me up? Aww. I said, where are you, son? He said, outside the hospital. I know I wasn't supposed to do it to your mother. Yeah. So naturally, I went and picked him up. Of course you did. And took him home. And Most of the time when he came home after being on this, he'd go away for three or four days and I wouldn't know where he was. And I'd ring and he'd say, yeah, I'll be home tonight, Mum. I'll be home tonight, Mum. And it never happened. But when he did come home, all he would do was eat and sleep. 
he'd go to bed that night, see in the morning, Mum. I knew the next morning I'd get up, I'd go down, the bed would be empty. Here He'd just go. disappear in the middle of the night. Then be another three or four days. Bev and Mike, we really, really appreciate you being here with us over the next few days and sharing your story. Stay with us tomorrow after 8 o'clock. We will hear how is it that ICE gets hold of its users so quickly and what it was that made Mike finally seek help. Bianca, Terry and Bob on 97.3. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.